1: Oh, good day, everyone, and welcome to All Talk with Jason Hoyt and Mike Minogue. Very good to have your company. Wherever you're listening to us around the world, and I can say, Mike Minogue, I don't know about you, but I like to try and visualize uh, my audience. And for me, for some reason, I always envisage or visualize my audience lying in bed listening to our podcast. The entire audience? Yeah, the entire so all audience. Of our listeners yeah, all of our in listeners in the one bed. In the one bed oh. listening to us, yeah. Yeah, I like that. And I don't, I, I don't want to infer by saying that, of course, that. Um, You know, there's something sexually orientated in my visualisation there. I'm just merely pointing out that that's how I see it. I mean, a lot of them are naked. Yeah. um, But once again, it's not a sexual thing. Some of them are wearing 90s. Any of them got shoes on? Because I hate that. No, no one's got shoes on. Oh, that's good. Uh, One guy's wearing jandals, uh, which sort of annoys me a little bit. But I I like to get a sort of visual idea of what my audience is doing when they're
2: listening to our podcast. All my audience are, are driving, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Um, they're not all in the one car. I imagine them separately, um, and they've just got a small smile at the edge of their mouth. Yeah, nice. And then, oh, a dog's run out in front of the car. Oh, god. Oh, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. And then crashed into a wall and yeah, yeah. Another Is listener, it, another listener down.
1: Do do you um, visualize them? Because you say a small smile on the corner of their mouth. Yeah. But is there the occasional staccato burst
2: of laughter, Oh, uh, yeah. There's an there occasional guffaw. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, sure. Because um, you were saying
1: that you were listening to it the other day and you laughed out loud a couple of times, which, believe you me, mate, when you're doing this sort of thing, is no uh, mean feat. Well, but, you know, you and I, we both get
2: really, really stoned before we do these. You know, yeah. we've got the bucky bongs. Yes. Um, you know, we're going pretty hard on it. I and tell so, you what, your spotting form at the moment is just outstanding. Thank you. Too often people catch the edge of a knife. Yes. And then you're trying to push it back into the middle. It drops on the floor. It's smoking on the floor. It's smoking on the floor. Oh, yeah, on all the that lino. goodness is going into the ether. Oh, get down there. Suck it. Then you try and suck it, and then the whole thing flies up into your mouth it and burns down your, your throat. It's no good. So anyway, we're so stoned, like right now, um, that when I listen back, I can't remember anything we've said. Yeah. At all. So I'm always surprised by what we talk about.
1: Well, you know, we, we have a, a producer that... that Fixes the podcast for yeah. us, and he he emails us and says, you know, what about blah 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 blah? And I've got no idea what he's yeah. talking about. Yeah, what, do you, what do you, I, did we say that? Did we?
2: Yeah, I assume he's just sort of making shit up. Yeah, to see yeah. If we're go, reading oh, his be, emails. Yeah,
1: that'll be good. Run with that. Yeah, just to uh, paint a bit of a picture of where we are at the moment. We're actually in a hotel room today,
2: aren't we, Mike? We're, we've treated ourselves to a weekend away, haven't we? Mate? Yes. Yeah.
1: What well, you see when you said that, I thought separate rooms. Mm. Um, but no, it's just the one double bed. Yeah. Um, I, I believe you've posted a few pics on the Insta. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, to give people an idea of what's some going on.
2: Up on the Insta. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, we're at the Quest Hotel, and I tell you what, mate. There's nothing like hotel living. What city are we in, mate? At Christchurch, I believe. Kiaora, which is interesting because you you've said to me you've only been down here a couple of times.
2: Yeah, um, I think once I drove through it. Yeah, and the other time I was doing a bit of work doing my first aid kits door to door. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. came down here for that, but I've got no knowledge of Christchurch like we went out yesterday didn't we and had a look around I had no idea where I was or what was going on I don't know if we are in the middle of town or the outskirts of town or yeah in in your defence though mate I mean I've been down
1: here probably 10, 15 times I still have no idea what's going on right and Christchurch seems to be in, in a constant state of flux. Mm. They say, there's always abandoned buildings 11 years down the track from yeah. the, the terrible earthquakes, and uh, it, it's moving very slowly down here, mate.
2: Yeah, well, I was talking to a local last night, and he was saying that when he grew up here... Um, But he's moved away now. He said that the middle of town would be rammed. You know, there'd be people all over the place. But because they had to do the rebuild, everybody's now moved out into the suburbs. Into the periphery. so you've got your bars that are out in different suburbs and restaurants and things. So it's not that, you know, people just aren't flocking together. So last night, uh, walking back to the hotel, there was a guy that um, tried to persuade me to get a lime scooter. I said I was fine. Yes. Um, And then maybe 10 or 15 uh, seconds later, I heard him scream out.
0: Who's got
1: marijuana?
2: Right, and I thought, what a great way to try and find drugs. Yeah, yeah, you just... know, because often I'm very secretive about it. Mm. You know, I, you know, um, you know, you're sort of using different uh, apps to make sure that it's encrypted, so nobody's going to find out. Sure. Um, or you know, you're saying, hey, uh, can I get a few scoops of chips off you? That sort of stuff. Yeah, I've got you. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Code. Uh, but this guy's just standing in the middle of the road screaming out.
1: Who's got marijuana? Well, I think what what obviously happened there, Mike, was that he saw the state of your eyeballs right. and went, "This dude, he yeah, knows yeah, where yeah, it yeah. is. He knows where it's at." And That's so you 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 sparked something in sure. him, and he thought, "God, I've got and to." And he didn't some want to
2: ask me directly. No, he goes, "This guy's got marijuana," but I'm going to say, "Who's got marijuana?" Very very yeah yeah very tricky, yeah. But I didn't answer. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because in many
1: respects, um, you know, going to buy drugs is very similar to asking your partner if you want to have sex. Mm. And what I mean by that is... You almost wanted to say no. Well, well, what I mean by that is you don't ask directly, do you? Right. You know what I mean? You don't go, well, you might. I don't know. I haven't ever asked you. You don't say to your wife... Would you like to make love, love? Oh, no. No, no, no. don't or, say that. Do you want to have sex now? Fancy a shag? Yeah, yeah. Would you like a root? Yeah. You, you don't generally do that. No. You, you go around the edges of the idea well, of that.
2: How do you sort of tiptoe around there? Imagine I'm your wife. Yes. Of oh. 25 years. Look at me. Mm. And <laughs> let's just do a little role play. Yeah,
1: well, well. funny you should say that. It, for me, it's not an, it's not an oral thing.
2: Ah, it's a visual, right? You take, you get your little knobbly knees out do Yeah, you? well,
1: I, I sort of recline on my couch in a certain way.
2: Yeah, and um, now you've got that, you've got that, um, that massive sheepskin.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Often I'll light a fire, which is usually a good sign, just in the corner of the room. In, in the corner of the room, there, and I put the sheepskin down in front of the right. fire. Uh, which, and, and she definitely knows something's going on there, especially, especially when I'm lighting a fire in the middle of summer. Yeah, You know, she's like that.
2: And especially because there's no fireplace, you're just doing it on yeah, the right. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah.
1: like a, just a natural sort of homemade fire. Yeah, um, But yeah, I, may, I might undo a few buttons of my shirt, maybe Ooh. show a bit of
2: chest. See, now, so often people do that. They go from the um, the top to the bottom, undo a butt. I go the other way. Mm. I undo from the bottom up because I've got no chest to speak of. But I've got quite a nice belly button. Yeah. And my wife goes mad for a good belly button. Oh, so interesting. I just, yeah, I just, yeah. Open the uh, open the curtains down below.
1: Well, I I wondered if you ever considered the idea of because you know you've got your trackies with the rip in the back there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe undoing that rip in the back there and just sort of waltzing around the house like that. So it's well, sort of I could, flap, I could put, So
2: it's flapping open, giving her bursts
1: of your buttocks.
2: Yeah. I mean, I could swing them around the front. Yeah. And I do have that actually because you know occasionally I look down and old mates hanging out. Yeah. Which yeah. Is why? Interesting story actually. So you, you remember we had a conversation about not buying each other presents, yeah, yeah. For Christmas. Oh and, yes, and I got my my wife quite a nice ring actually, um, and but she didn't know about that. Anyway, I get a gift on Christmas Day. Yeah, what is it? Pajama pants. Interesting. Now, what does that say to you? Because I immediately burst into laughter. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, what it says to me, Mike, is that she prefers you to wear pants. Sure. Uh, were they? Were they? Were they buttoned, I mean, I'm I talking think, zippy. Was I there? don't
2: think they have any fly on them whatsoever. Okay, so, so it's, have it's to just pull a down shade. the waistband and hoist my CMB over yeah, the front, uh, over the front. front yeah, bends, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: Which is never a good look, too, because
2: it gets squished. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's right. Sort of. It looks like a hedgehog caught in a sort of
1: gra- a, a water grate or something like that. <laughs> That's
2: right. Um, so, <laughs> and they're also they're also the ones that I've got already are stripy, and the ones she's bought me are stripy. Yeah. The ones that I had are blue. The ones that she's got me are blue. So when I saw that, what do you think that said to me about her opinion of the ones that I've already got? Yeah. What What do you think she? Well, thought? Well, uh, it what suggests to me and it can call
1: me crazy. It suggests to me maybe she's not a fan of those particular pajama pants. You, 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 because you did mention the fact that um, you know there was there was a lot of stains on them. Uh, yeah. A few cigarette holes, yeah. a few spot marks. Sure. Um, you blood. can see a little bit of blood, blood on, on there, which you yeah. could never quite figure out. Yeah. But you do shave your legs, though, don't you? Yeah,
2: well, I do, yeah. Just it's... around the pubis and the... yeah. You know, it's weird, isn't it? I'm just on the upper thighs there, you get the, the pubic here on the thighs. Yeah, I don't really. So I clear those out. I clear... You don't?
1: No. Hmm. I just have an enormous pubic nest. Right. And And interestingly, the top of my thighs just for the audience's yeah. gratification, it's quite smooth. Oh, same. Yeah, yeah you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just, I think that's just from jeans rubbing all the hairs out.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't know what it is, but it's a it's probably the smoothest, nicest skin I've got on my body.
1: Yeah, same here, yeah. weirdly enough. Uh-huh. Now, now just to go back to the point that we are in the hotel room, of course... My, Before well, we go back to the point oh, yes, about no, the point yes, I've been no, the hotel back, room, yes, can yes. I go back to the point yeah, about my wife yeah, buying me this present? Yes, and no, they, no, please I, do.
2: Now I've laughed. Yes. Now, if you get given a gift by really anyone, but particularly your wife... You probably shouldn't laugh. Yeah. But she said, what's so funny? I said, well, mm. you know, I didn't know I needed new Another pair of pajama pants. Well. I said, it sort of just tells mm. me that you don't like my other. Oh, it's not that. You know, it's just the other ones, you know, it hasn't got a fly on them. You know, the buttons come off. I was like, well, you know, you could have just sewn a new button on, mm. and saved yourself, you know, eight bucks on this. New pair that you've got me from the warehouse. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and she said that no, you know, she was. It wasn't a comment on the state of my existing ones, but rather she just thought maybe I'd like some nice ones. Yeah, which is a comment on my existing
1: ones. Well, it is really, isn't it? Yeah, and and it's very much along the lines of you've got your almost you're going out pajama pants, or people are coming over. Yeah, yeah, or people are coming over pajama pants My going and, up to the. Service station, station with a dairy to, to get yes, some Those in. sort of pajama yeah. pants, and you've got also your stay-at-home pajama pants, mm. uh, where you're not leaving the residence. There's only the family that sees you. Sees the state of N- it. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. What did she think of the ring? Did she enjoy it?
2: She was a big fan of the ring. Yeah. Well, good. she she didn't laugh. Yeah. Which I take as a win. Um, she's. Um, I'm just
1: amazed that she didn't. She's pawned it. Well, I was going to say, I'm just amazed that she didn't throw a bit of a. Tanti, that your present clearly outweighed her present in terms of gravitas, in terms of financial output. Yeah. Because my wife, you know, if we say, oh, we'll just buy each other something small, <coughs> excuse me, and I I go extravagant, she doesn't like that. No. I mean, she'll secretly... Oh, she look, likes it. She likes she it, loves but she won't let me know no, she likes no, no, it. No, 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 no. What I'll get from her is rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rage, yeah, the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah. I spent so much money on hers, yeah. and she only spent like three bucks on mine. Yeah, that's right. It or makes worse, her, it makes made, her feel made cheap. me
2: something. Makes her feel cheap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But mm. well, she has been, really, because well, she hasn't bought you something nice. Yeah, exactly. Or,
1: she, or, Or she would have made me something.
2: Oh, God. Yeah. You know, they say that, don't they? You know, that actually if you make something for someone, it means more. Mm. Um, but if that's the case just make sure it's small so it fits in the bin easier yeah yeah because that's want a, where it's going you don't want a big homemade thing yeah I actually had and uh, you know I hope doesn't listen to this but she made us a um, sort of a thing out of for a you know I used to I used to live out at a beach and she yes. made that and um, I really appreciated the, the effort the thought the thought could not be faulted yes and uh, but it was quite big so I said look we'll just leave this here for now and I'll pick it up at <laughs> another time and yeah. that was actually the driving factor in, in me selling that house and moving away from the beach yeah yeah because I didn't want to have to it was such a horrendous present well look I don't want to go into exact details but it was a fucking disgrace yeah it looked like a three year old had made it yes yes at, and, at then tr- and then stomped it yeah
1: Hey, so we're in Christchurch, and I'll tell you why we're in Christchurch. We're about to do a broadcast tonight, The, the Black Clash. The uh, Black Clash, mate. Mike Minogue, live to the nation on TV1. And, you know, I don't know about you, a lot of people ask me, what's it like when you're preparing for a, a situation like this? You did the, uh, the one in the Hawke's Bay last year, yes. so you've had a taste of it. Yes. What was your thoughts? What was your... Were there nerves beforehand? Talk us through it.
2: Um, Well, you know, I I hadn't been with the ACC very long when we got that call up. I think I'd probably done two one-days against Bangladesh. Um, So I was quite frankly shocked to be asked. Mm. And uh, I don't mind uh, letting myself down. I don't mind disappointing myself and having self-hate, but I didn't want to let down the team. Yeah, sure. Um, So we did a bit of prep, didn't we? Came up with some ideas and things. Yeah. But I just sort of thought as well at the same time, well, look, they know what they're getting. They've heard, the, they've heard the ACC, they know what we do, and yeah. I'll, I'll be damned if I'm going to change just because, you know, there's some seven-year-old children whose parents don't know what kind of commentary they're going to get, yes. and if they don't want to hear people, you know, discussing C and Bs and how they lost their virginity and all that sort of thing, well, maybe they shouldn't be listening to the national broadcaster, uh, you know, at sort of three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. You know, why should I take any blame for that? You really took us over the edge there, didn't you? And... Uh,
1: because uh, Maddie Heath and I, of course, being more experienced on yeah. that front, purely, yeah, yeah. Not, not better or worse than, just more experienced. Yeah. We knew the audience we were dealing with, and you just plunged us over the top immediately. Yeah. You know, I remember doing a what I thought was quite a poetic introduction to the audience uh, and then segueing harshly to you talking about CNB. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I, I could see Maddie wincing. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, dear. And I could, all I could visualize was all those grandparents out there they're sitting mm. in there, lazy boys, and, and Mike Minogue talking forcefully and
2: passionately about his C&B. Yeah, not just mine, but also who might have the biggest one. Yeah, um, yeah. I, you know, maybe the captaincy should be determined by size and girth. Yes. Uh, length and weight. You know, I think if you put a man's penis on a scale, you really get to know what you're dealing with. I think yeah. the optical illusion can be deceptive depending on the size. of. The, we've talked about this at length. Yes, uh, and you so talked I'd, about it at
1: length in, in the broadcast too, sure. didn't you?
2: And and you know... You know, the complaints did roll in. Mm. Um, So, you know, I've sort of been told that I have to bring it back a little bit this year. Yeah. Uh, But at the same time, they know what we did last year.
1: Well, it's interesting you say you've been told to bring it back because I was speaking to Dom, Mm. you know, the technician who runs the whole thing, and he said, is Minogue doing it this year? Yeah. And I said, yeah, he is actually. And he went, ah, shit, and and walked off. He goes,
2: is Minogue doing it this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: but And interestingly, they've, they've, they've actually added a new dimension to the broadcast, which we didn't have in previous years, the mute button, uh, which I found interesting, right? Um, so that they can mute us at any time. So I noticed
2: only my box had that.
1: Yeah, well, I, I noticed that too, actually. There was only the Mike Minogue mute button, uh, which I thought was
2: interesting. Yeah, well, it will <laughs> be interesting, uh, because if I see that that mute button's lit up, I'm going to go a-wandering. And I'm going to sure, go wandering yeah. and sort of be leaning over and grabbing your mic, and I'll be grabbing Heath and anybody else's that's anywhere in me, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's pretty exciting, mate. It's um, Can I say it's an honour to be invited to commentate such an esteemed sporting event? Well, it's historic, isn't it? It is. It's all the old, old, old sportsmen in New Zealand. Yes. And people that have never played any sport in their life get thrown out on the field. Against very fit, uh, healthy Young rugby players, generally yeah, speaking, exactly uh, yeah. current, got, current All Blacks versus old cricket old players. cricketers.
1: Yeah, so it actually evens okay. the field a little bit, quite it frankly. Does. And let's not forget, of course, the uh, players generally arrive the night before the match. Yeah,
2: and there's a bit of a player do. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. On that, like last year, there was one. Yes, we we had a lovely um, accommodation there at the Craggy Range, Wasn't and all, it? The, all the players came round and. Bloody hell, there was all sorts there. There was uh, your Graham Henrys and your Aaron Smiths and your Stephen Flemings and your Mura Litherin and your Jay Wardners, and geez, you and I were looking at each other and thinking, get these fucking losers out of here. Yeah, I just wanted to have have a rest at that point. I just just wanted to to have, you know, because I like
1: to have a little afternoon nap. Wank. Well, that too, but I mean, not in the lounge. Uh, and Craggy Range was so lovely. It was. It was such a beautiful location. It was. I just wanted them all to fuck
2: off. Blah, 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 blah. Sports, blah, blah, blah. And Who you know what really pissed shit? me
1: off about that? Mm. They ate all the cheeses. They did. You know what I mean? We had this great yeah. um, variety of cheeses in the fridge. And those bastards came over and just hoed just into it. And they left it all. and just, you know, there's the odd little segment of cheese left. Yeah. But the rest, they just scoffed.
2: Yeah. And they drank all the wine. Really? They're just a really entitled bunch of guys, actually, yeah, well, I of course. Um, but yeah, that was interesting. So they came around. Then there was the dinner afterwards that night. Um, yeah. <coughs> we went well into the night. So this year, um, I said to you guys, well, what's the guts with the, tonight with the dinner? Well, you know, where are we going with the players and all that? And um, was told, no, they're not doing the dinner this year. All the players are coming in today, the day of. And um, I thought, oh, well, that makes sense. Well, I'm having a look at my Instagram. That's bullshit. They were all here. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, they were went out playing bowls and and on the so that we've been completely excluded from that. Yeah, this year. What and a I,
1: pack of assholes. I mean, let's be honest.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously last year there would have been you know maybe there's some bad blood when you did come storming out of your bedroom and you know sort of screamed at anybody. Everybody, look, I'm trying to get some sleep, guys. You know, yeah. I've got a big day tomorrow. Yeah, huge day, commentator. I just need you guys to get the f out of here. Yeah, you know, and it was you know. Pretty embarrassing for, well, your, I, for the rest of us. Yeah, well,
1: I was naked as well. Yeah. But, I mean, that made it a bit more awkward. Yeah, and you had one of those sort of those
2: hand towels hanging off the
1: end of it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I was aware that I was naked. I was trying to, you know... but Because it begs the question, doesn't it, um, that... You know, we were at the craggy range and they all piled over, ate all our cheese, drank all our wine and stuff. Oh, here we are at the Quest. All of a sudden, oh, there's no shows. That's we're right. We're not invited to their do. Exactly. Uh, and I'm sure that they, they were lavished upon
2: being the professional sportsman that they are. No invitation for us, Mike Minogue. Exactly right. And so you sort of think to yourselves, you know, these idiots don't understand the power that we've got. That's right. You know, so we're going to be... You know, we're going to be there behind the microphones while they're out there on the field. We can either help them look good yes. or make them look really, really bad.
1: I know what direction I'm going. Well, absolutely, um, you know. Well, it doesn't really matter to you because you're usually focused on C&B, and so it's going to be left to Matt Heath and I to um, probably go down the road of destroying their careers. Yeah, that's
2: right. Yeah, and, and I'll just be um, probably rating them, you know. You'll one, be what them? Rating them. Oh, rating. Okay, that's good. No, no, that's good. One through twenty two, about biggest to smallest and all that. I've got mm. some you know, I've got some scores to settle. Yeah, no, fair with enough. Some of those guys, you know, thinking they're great guys because they have you know, represented the country in various sports. I mean Well, I, I saw I saw the great Geordie down at the cafe where no Jordan.
1: No Geordie Barrett. Oh, yeah. You know, he's a rugby one, eh? He, he's the rugby yeah, fella, yeah, yeah, yeah. big unit. And uh, you know, Geordie and I have had a few conversations over the years and uh and I, I went down to the cafe on the corner there, and um, I said, "Geordie, g'day, Geordie, how are you?" And he went, "Whatever, Hoyt," and just walked off. Really? Yeah, man. What? A, I mean, what a bastard!
2: That is unbelievable. Uh,
1: you know, and so if Ge- I, I'm going to hoe into Geordie tonight, I mean, and I, I mean, commentary wise. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, commentary wise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, verbally.
2: Yeah, yeah. Do verbally,
1: yeah. Uh, let him, let him know. Uh, Because it is a big broadcast, it goes all across the nation, apparently, Mike.
2: Well, yeah, it does. And and, you know, at last check, there was probably what do we got in New Zealand? Probably uh, four mil. Yeah, is there about four mil in New Zealand? Well, that's not
1: to assume, of course, that all four million people will be watching the podcast. Oh, are
2: they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone's had a chat and they're all going to watch it, which is pretty supportive. Yeah, that's great. And then, of course, there's 25 mil in Australia. Um, Australia, yeah. Goes, what do you mean? Well, it's going straight into Fox Sports. Are, are taking it? Uh, are taking they taking it? Taking it live, right? And direct. Um, so that's an audience of twenty-five million. So we're looking at twenty-nine million. Right. Know. So right. twenty-nine thirty million. That's a lot. Like, what's the most you've ever broadcasted before? Eighteen people. Yeah. Well, that's for the
1: ACC. Oh yeah. Generally, we, we sort of fluctuated, the needle fluctuated between 18 to 50. Yeah. Sometimes we crack 50. Yeah. Um, but well, this is more
2: than that. Yeah, 30 million. Yeah. Jesus. That's a lot. And and of course, Fox Sports goes into all the islands. Oh, so it's going across the Pacific, Pacific is it? Pacific as God, well. God, it's like a virus. Yeah, it is. It's spreading. Yeah. It's spreading from Christchurch. Um, it's not going into Europe, is it? Well, not yet. Okay. But, uh, you know, if things go well, and, and I see no reason why they won't. Because if, if we do the kind of commentary that we're talking about, where we're just ruining people, yeah, you know, that'll probably get some coverage on the news all over the world.
1: Oh, I can see it being on CNN, yeah. MSNBC, Oh, perhaps. well, now that
2: there's no Trump.
1: Yeah, well, now, exactly, now you that know? there's no Trump, they, they need that kind of controversy. Yeah, exactly. Um, some guy who was broadcasting to 47 million people mm-hmm. talking about a CNB. Yeah, that's right. On live television. Yeah, that's right. That, I mean, that would be great. I mean, to be honest, mate, that will make your career. Yeah. Uh, because of One that, way or the other. One way or the other, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, I mean, even if it goes the other way, mm. You could be one of those pariah type characters. Yeah. You know, that's the the, the out the outlaw kind yeah. of guy broadcasting. You could you could probably find an audience there.
2: Eighteen to fifty.
1: Eighteen to fifty yeah, Trump yeah, Trumpians. Yeah,
2: yeah. How do you go with um do you like do you like when you go into a big broadcast, you know, you're sitting there, you know it's live. Yeah. You know, um, you can't. You know, you've got no second chances, Jason. I mean, it's okay for me, yeah, because I don't care. It's okay for Heath, yeah, because we're sort of the colour commentators. But you're doing the ball by ball analysis, yeah. You know, if you're stuffing it up, you're doing all the throws. You're coming back from ad breaks. There's a lot am of I, ad breaks. Am, am I doing J- you, it? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Didn't realise that. Well, you went out for a durry. Oh and, right, is that what happened? Don was there, and we were going. No, Probably best if Jace does that. Oh, okay. And so you're doing that. And so, you know, there's air breaks. I think, every couple of overs or something. So you yeah. you got to get it right. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to stuff that up. No, no, no. Because you won't be asked back. I'm doing that, am I? Yeah. Okay. And that's what, for thirty million, mm. let's say. Round it up. Okay. So, because for me, if I was thinking about that, I'd get really nervous. Because yeah, I get yeah. quite tongue-tied. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. i start... Um, Ballsing it up. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Falling I over your words. Red, yellow, yellow, red, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. I get that all messed up, you know, trying to do my voice exercises. Yes. And um, then I start doing that on air because I do that to warm You know, you do it as yeah, well. Yeah, We've got red leather, leather, yeah, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, yeah. We've got our exercises that we do and then what I find is because I'm so focused on not buggering it up that I start doing my vocal exercises on air. yeah. G'day, New Zealand. Red leather, yellow leather, red
1: leather. Um, hope you're doing okay out there. Great to have your company. Yeah, yeah. look, I, I, what I tend to do is, as, I, as we said at the beginning of the podcast, mm. I visualize my audience being naked in bed listening to me. Oh. You see, that relaxes me. Oh. So I, I but imagine that the, they just. What
2: if the sheet comes back and someone's got a really huge donger And well, you go, oh. And you lose your train of thought.
1: Well, I just turn away, but I, but I, I visualize myself sitting on the corner of the bed, and they're just lying there oh, peacefully, serenely, yeah. calmly, mm. and I and I do my stuff. Yeah. Well, what's your stuff? Well, you know my my patter. Oh, you know that my stuff. My chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they just drift off to sleep. Oh, nice. Peacefully. Well, I, look, mate, I'm really looking forward to it. I've got to say. Yeah, it should be fun. But listen, we got to crack into our to our uh, listeners out there, and we've had a couple of people. Oh, any updates on Captain Nancy?
2: No, she hasn't no, got she's back to us. I'm worried strange. that she's been thrown in the brig um, or that they've found out somehow or what I don't know what the guts is. But um, fingers crossed um, that she hasn't been shot. Of course, it was Captain Karen who I got back to and said, look, we want all of the money. Yeah. Um, or we're going to have you put in front of the foreign squad. Um, we're going to knock you out. And she hasn't got back either. So, so that may have happened. That may have happened. Um, and then what about the hotel living? Is there anything there you, that you'd like to talk about? Well, you
1: know, I, I don't know if you're anything like me. Um, I, I love hotel rooms. Yes. I love the anonymity of it. Yes. Um, I the, love uniformity. The, f- yeah, the uniformity. The yeah. uniformity of it. The the fact that you've got the television in the room. You can just throw your clothes everywhere. Throw your towels all over. The- I just love it,
2: Mike. Well, we're doing this podcast from my room. Yes, it's immaculate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is immaculate. Yeah, And, uh, you know, it took me about an hour to clean up this morning to get it to the state, in all honesty, you know, because what you do is, it's amazing how quickly you can make a pigsty out of a hotel room. Oh, totally. Like, I open my suitcase, I unpack it into the wardrobe, sitting over there, and yet there was shit everywhere. Yeah. I don't know how it happens. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, So I've given it a tidy up. One thing that does annoy me about a hotel room is that Like you come in you go into the bathroom and you've traditionally you'll have your your bath mat. Yes. You'll have your two towels and you'll have your one hand towel there. And I just feel like they could save time just by taking the hand towel and just putting it beside the bed. Yeah, sure. Because it's going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going beside the bed. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going into the bathroom, I'm grabbing the hand towel and And you're putting it on the side of the bed. Yeah.
1: I tend to well, it's interesting because I always bring my own box of tissues, and instead of the hand towel, um, I have a box of tissues by the bed just in case. You know, during the during the day or night, you know, I have a get a bit of a a bit of a cold on or something like that. I just like to have the bit tissues a, there. Uh,
2: a runny one.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, I'm like that. I and it's amazing because you. And it's terrible. It's a terrible attitude to have the people to come in and clean up after you. Yeah. You know, so I just tend to toss it everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I make it as hard as I can for them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well apparently what they prefer is once you've done the, the shower and all that sort of stuff and you're leaving just to leave all your wet towels and and your and your hand towels on the roof on, on the roof yeah <laughs> or in the middle of the bathroom apparently that's what they prefer
2: yeah or or if you've got a bathtub in the bathtub and, just, I can can I, can I just tell you if,
1: if I'm a cleaner cool. and someone's got a hand towel on the side of the bed I'm not touching it <laughs>
2: I'm certainly not touching it. Just if you're a hotel cleaner out there, um, just just be aware of that. One thing that does annoy me in a uh, a hotel room is how they have those signs up saying, "Hey, look, just help us out with the water. Like we're really concerned about water wastage." Yes. So you know, if you can use a towel, hang it up, let it dry, and then reuse it. You know, don't Mm. just you know use multiple towels. And we're really concerned. It's like you don't give a shit. No. If you gave a shit about the environment, you wouldn't have those tiny little shampoo bottles and tiny little bars of soap in the plastic wrapper, you know what I mean? Yes. You're just trying to save time and money yeah, for yourself. So let's call it what it is, you know, you lying, yeah. deceitful. I just don't know who they think they're fooling, Jason. Yeah, well, exactly,
1: exactly. Mind you, having said that, I'm a big fan of the little body washes and things like oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, I take them all in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I mean, especially if you don't use them. Yeah. And there's nothing better, you know, because – I don't know if you find the same thing, Mike. There's a certain resentment from your partner. Mm. Oh. <laughs> you know, knowing that you've gone away, you've been staying in a hotel yeah. room, living the, l- the life of luxury and stuff. The so, life of Riley. So I like to get those little soaps, mm. those little body washes. I got you something, babe. Yeah, I brought you something, my love. You open up your toilet bag, chuck them out there. I mean, it, it does help to calm the waters and, and ease the resentments that they've been feeling about the fact that you've been swanning in a hotel for three days. Well, that's right. I mean, last year when, I, when the wife found out that I was staying at Craggy Range... Not happy. I remember that actually. I remember yeah. you saying because uh, I, I used to sort of eavesdrop on your conversations with yeah, her. Yeah, that's right. We were sharing a room, and uh, and you were very much downplaying it, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all right, babe. Ah, uh, look, uh, look at, it's it's the it's pool,
2: The pool's a
1: little bit cold for yeah, my to liking. A bit nippy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, a bit pretty tepid.
2: Um, so this time around, you know, the fact that she knows we're staying at the Quest, yeah, you know, her spirits have lifted. So that's good. That is good. Yeah,
1: and and. Yeah, it's a tricky one because when you go away, and, and you know, like like we were going to, we were talking about we're going to go for a flight in a helicopter with the great Richie McCaw later in the afternoon. Mm. I can't tell my wife that, no, um, because I, I know that if I tell her, uh, you know, or that we're going to a, you know, we went to a five star restaurant last night. That's right. I can't tell her that, mate. no, because that will just you know, bring that whole resentment level up. That's right. I mean, it's tough enough when you've been away going home and fitting back in anyway without her having a raging resentment about the fact that you've been living the life of Larry while you're away. this is
2: the thing. It's work, mate. Yeah, well, that's what I say. We don't enjoy it. You know, do you think I want to go go and eat, you know, five-star food instead of the slop she's serving up?
1: Yeah. You know? And it's like, you know, if you're going to complain about it, why don't you just take a moment to check the bank balance? Exactly, and then they do, and they see you've had a couple of massages and stuff like that, and you've yeah, been to yeah, a strip club, yeah, and so, yeah, so but don't do that. Itself. Trip yeah, pays for well, itself. Yeah, I can get that money
2: back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can just claim, claim it back. As an expense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. when you're saying, you know, like I'm going on a, do you think I, I'm actually enjoying? Going on a sightseeing trip in a helicopter, which I've never been in before and probably cost thousands of dollars if you wanted to do it yourself, pay out of pocket, but we're getting it for nothing to look around Christchurch in the Port Hills. With the great Richie Has as been flown by the greatest rugby player of all time. Hopefully he's, he's as good as a, a helicopter pilot as he was a rugby player. I'm hoping so, much. Do you think I want to do that? No. When I could be sitting in my hotel waiting for you know 12 hours between when I wake up and when the game starts? I mean, that's... That's the stuff I like, but I've been forced to go out and do this promotional bullshit. Yeah, well, look, it was like last night
1: as a classic example of the sort of shit you have to put up with all the lads going to the strip club. Uh, I don't want to go to a strip club, uh, but they drag you in there and you just go, oh, uh, for God's sake. My wife was like, oh, you you went to a strip club, and I went, I didn't want
2: to go to a strip club. You think I wanted to go? God almighty. It's team morale.
1: It's It's, team building. You know, and what goes on tour stays on tour, so I probably shouldn't have told her that. No. Um... But she tends to go through the uh, accounts anyway. Right. Just to sort of, it's a great way of tracking what's going on. Well,
2: you know, and that's what you said to me. Like you guys, you know, being far more experienced than me, you guys always said, always get cash out. That's right, Always mate. Always get cash out, and yes. that, that is key, because then, you know, there's a, a real, you know, you can have a little bit of mystery involved, you know. You just want well, like to have your readings, or, you know, ideally you get your per diems. Well, that's right, but we didn't get any this time, no, did no we? No, um,
1: Well, it was interesting, because I remember the first time you flew with us, and we, uh, it might have been down to Wellington, perhaps, and as soon as we got off the plane, we all went to the money machine. Yeah. And we were getting out all that cash, and you go, what what's going what, yeah. What's this about? Why are you getting out so much cash? And we said, Mike, you'll learn. Yeah. You'll understand soon, mate. That's right.
2: Yeah, and so and so, it, so it proved. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't sort of realise that you're leaving this trail of destruction for yourself. Oh, yeah. The, you know, there's, there's breadcrumbs. Or all, they're really little grenades mm. um, that can destroy your relationship. Uh, A- absolutely.
1: And, and another little tip, too, you know, when you're away in this situation... Just make sure when you're packing up your bag mm. that, you know, you've no, got... No, don't
2: pack your dirty rubbers. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, you know, make sure all the clothes in the bag are yours. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because there's nothing that gets a woman's eye like discovering in her husband's bag a pair of panties. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what, and, you know, and then you have to make some sort of weird, embarrassing sort of, oh, I was wearing them. <laughs> yeah, that's... You know what I mean? Just to sort of cover for the You fact know that, me, babe. Yeah, I was I'm just... A, I'm a sicko. Yeah, I was just having a bit of fun.
2: Yeah. In the hotel room by myself. Just me and the boys yeah, yeah. dressing up in ladies' <laughs> undies <laughs> yes. and flicking each other with, uh, you know, towels. Exactly.
1: Mm. So whilst it may seem very glamorous to be going around in hotels, there's a lot of pitfalls, Mike.
2: How many people do you reckon have jerked one out in the hotel room? I don't You're even want to it. think about. Mm.
1: I don't even want to think it's about. It's in the hundreds at least. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Every single man that stayed there
0: probably. Oh, I'd say so. Mm. Uh, imagine all the hand... now.
1: Hey, now let's crack into it um, because we've got a great question here and it's time for...
2: I think she's cheating on me.
1: It's Relationship Advice with Jace and Mike. Hi, guys. couple of questions for you. My wife and I are just about to have our first child. I'm shitting myself, quite frankly. Any tips on how I can keep doing what I want whenever I want? And what's the time frame on intercourse after birth. Mm. How long is too long to wait? Warm regards,
2: Garth. What a great question. Garth. Probably on the Insta. Yeah, Insta, get, I think. We get, we get a lot of messages on our Insta. We've yeah. also got the all talk with Jason Mike at gmail.com, which is getting practically no love. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So if somebody could just send me through a couple of, uh, couple of photos through on there, I'd really appreciate it, because at this point we might as well just um, delete that account. Um, great question. Because, of course, we've been there,
1: haven't we, We mate? have, mate. We have. Can I just boil it down? Because I, I, I feel like, in essence, what Garth is asking us, the very essence of his question is, my wife's having a baby. How soon will it be before I can have sex again? Yeah. Um, uh, well, he, he does also mention the fact, of course, that he doesn't want to change and he wants to carry on being and doing what he wants to do.
2: Yeah, that's right. Mm. Um. Yeah, I mean these are questions that I think any every you know father to be um, that is selfish um, asks themselves. Yeah, you know, um, and you know as to the second question, what's the time frame on intercourse after the birth? You can have intercourse immediately following birth. Yes, but just not with her. Precisely. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, you can start laying groundwork for that now. Absolutely. You know, if there's anybody that you've had your eye on. Uh, and they thought oh if only I wasn't in a relationship well you know well it's interesting you know maybe you
1: know, maybe, uh, and I never considered it at the time when my kids were being born but maybe after the child's born you go and stay in a hotel room for a couple of days yeah you know what I mean and have a couple of hand towels on the side of the bed there and just 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 Easy way filled through Fill your it. boots. Yeah, yeah, fill your boots. Yeah, as to not changing, well, you know, th- they do say, Mike, don't they, that once a kid comes into
2: the equation, everything changes. Yeah, that's what um, they say. Yeah. You know, what I like about this guy is he ain't willing to change, no. man. Uh, he's going to be the same old wild and crazy Garth. Garth. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, and I wonder what
2: sort of stuff um, Garth's getting up to. Um, obviously he's um, yeah a few
1: more details would have been good actually Garth in terms of exactly what you'll be carrying on doing well he's been not he's been
2: he's been you know um, he's been having sex without contraception I can tell you that yeah, Well, that's, so that, that's, that's, that's true that's pretty wild but it is his wife so they're obviously um, been trying I mean I I had my first child uh, at the age of 43 was I round about yeah yep. um you know quite late in life, so to be honest for me i was I was ready for change, well, yeah, well, you were beginning
1: to settle a little, the waters yeah, were beginning to calm
2: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I sort of wasn't going out you know as much as I had. I still did a little bit of drinking around the time of the birth, yeah, uh, but then that sort of uh slowed from a uh flood into a trickle into a drought, yeah, um, and to be honest, that was the best thing you can do, jace because I you know. Hangovers and
1: childcare. Not a good thing. No bueno. Well, you see, I I started early, Mike. I, um, I had my first when I was 24. You know, so route. I was your first, route. My, my first child. And so I was right into it right. straight away, mate. Yeah. And uh, boy, that was, you know, I was at the the zenith, I guess, of my partying days. Yeah. So there, there were a few sharp shocks coming my way, I can tell you that. And there is nothing worse than a screaming child at three o'clock in the morning when you've had a big night, um, you know, and your wife won't <laughs> go and. Tend to the child.
2: Yeah, I mean they're lazy. Yeah, you know essentially. I mean they go. Well, I've just gone through major, major surgery. Yes, I've gone through the most painful experience of my life. That's right. And you're like, well, I was drinking for eighteen hours. Yeah, I'm or hung I over to buggery. I can't move. Exactly. I couldn't be trusted around a toaster, let alone a baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they won't. You know, they won't. They won't pick up the slack, man. That's what sort of. It's a bit. It's a bit depressing, you know. It's like. I thought we were in this together. Yeah, and, you know, and I've had a few beers. And where are you? Exactly, lying you know, there trying to get to some. Sleep. It's no
1: good to any of anyone in the family, if I'm really tired after having a big night on the terps, and I'm massively hungover, and I wake up tired, and I haven't had a good rest. Yeah,
2: a great combination is you know either drunk or hungover, screaming child, tired wife, and you don't have very much money. Yes. <laughs> And how are we going to pay for the rent? And, and boy, oh boy, I
1: can't tell you how many times I've been in that scenario. <laughs> um, that's the
2: thing with starting young, isn't it? Yes. You know, if you're going to be a young parent and you haven't established yourself in whatever industry you're in. Yes, you're just starting out. Oh. Yeah, exactly, you know, and
1: and and, and, and then there's the and other side of it. you half of the, your money on piss. Well, I was just about to say is the resentment of the fact that you've just been out on the town and spent all the money that you have. Yeah getting absolutely hammered. Yeah. And, you know, your wife's at home struggling with a baby and there's no formula. Yeah. And you know what I mean? That's not
2: a good – that's not good. No. No, I mean, not not that that ever happened to me, Mike. I was always able to put aside She should have set aside some money for that. Yeah, yeah. her lack Mm. of budgeting – because you can't do the budgeting because you're pissed. Yes. How are you meant to do it? Exactly. Uh, You know, you've got one eye closed – pushing coins around in your, in your hand, trying to work out if you've got enough money for a cheeseburger at Kenny's on Courtney Place. Yes. You know, it's... You or can't, the white lady mate, on Queen Street. Mate, you can't do everything.
1: No. I mean, you're just trying to figure... Yeah, you're just trying to get a bit of tuck inside you, aren't you? Bit of food. You can't like be worrying that, about the know, budget at three the, in the morning. I know the baby's hungry. Yes. But what about Dad? <laughs> Poor old Dad. <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, he needs a burger. Trying to count the coins with one eye closed. <laughs> it's just an absolute nightmare. So, um, and, well, Garth, as, as, as Mike has already addressed, I mean, I think, go f- fill your boots. Yeah. You, don't, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in terms of change, well... Mate, you do you. you just be you. Yeah, you know? I think the best thing, because, I mean... The fact is you're a dad now and, and she you know, you you've obviously stayed together with your partner. She yeah. obviously finds you very attractive. Well then. wife,
2: wife. A wife, yes, yeah, they got exactly. married for God's sake. So,
1: you know, she obviously saw something in you, so don't go changing Garth.
2: Yeah. And I say, but the thing is, and there's a softer side to Garth. Yeah, you know, he's shitting himself, quite yeah. frankly, he says. Yeah. Um and you know, you should be. Yeah. Um because you know, your life's over. Well it is. It is over. It is. Well, that, or let me say that life is over. Yes. The life that you've known, that you've built for yourself, that you've enjoyed, that you've worked so hard to shape, to mould um, the people that are in your life. You know, all that's gone. That's out the window. Absolutely. You can forget about that. You're yeah. making new friends now. If your friends don't have kids, they're gone. Well, I'm wondering if he's. Sh- I'm wondering if he's shitting himself purely because of
1: the fact that he realizes the budget's going to be under more strain. You know right. that that he's thinking, shit. I'm not going to be able
2: to afford to go out on the piss all the time. Well. Yeah, I mean, the, the good thing is for at least 12 months, there's going to be breastfeeding. Yes. So wow. you, don't, you don't have to worry about the food on that side. That's if, you know, if you know the baby takes to the breast. Sometimes yeah. they don't. No. Uh, might be tongue-tied. Have to be a little operation there. Yes. Um, you know, babies love operations. Don't they? Yeah. Uh, so if they're tongue-tied, then that's going to be an operation. Um, if they're crouped, you know, there's all sorts of reasons why breastfeeding will not happen. Um so, yeah, it's a it's a, um, it's a life changer, mate. It's a game changer. You've got to be ready. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think, Jase? Well, it- I, I
1: think he what, – what,
2: I want to see how Gareth – oh,
1: no, sorry. What was it? Garth does after the birth. Uh, and, and, and get back in touch with us, mate, and tell us how it's going. Just stay – just be you. Stay you. And as Mike was saying, you can fill your boots on the sexual front as often as you want. Um and let us know how you get on. But let's get into another chat here.
2: And I just say before we move on, you know, don't be a piece of shit when it comes to sleeping around. Yeah, you know, don't you know, rudest sister or any of that, you know, or you know, friend at work or a best friend. Make sure you get hookers.
1: Okay. Well, you
2: see, that that's there you go, Garth.
1: <laughs> hey, but I tell you what, I guess this comes under the Jason, Mike general chat.
0: John.
2: It's General Chat with Jason Mike. G'day Jason Mike, loving the potty. And again, guys, stop calling it that. It's a podcast. Yeah. I uh, would have given it stars, but unfortunately I'm a Spotify listener. Which you can't do, of course. No, well, yep. you could change over to Apple. Um, I have a conundrum, and that's a great word. Isn't it? It is, and we haven't heard that on this podcast before, conundrum, so thanks for that. Uh, I'm a small business owner in the dull accounting industry. I'm looking for a new employee and I've narrowed it down to two people. One is a 25-year-old woman and one is a 25-year-old male. Both have the exact same skill set. Do you guys have any advice as to which one I choose? I look forward to hearing your words of wisdom. Liam over the Instagram. Yeah, nice. I'm just curious as to why he's put a a star
1: in the 25-year-old woman. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's a swear word or something. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he can't actually spell the word woman. woman. Um, but it's an, it, it is an interesting conundrum, isn't it? Mm, mm. Um, Which one of them's got the biggest tits? Well, you know, it could be. And it, <laughs> What's the, the industry? The industry is the accounting industry.
2: Yeah, it's, just, it's the Dalek so accounting a pretty, yeah, industry. Yeah, tedious yeah. accounting yeah. industry. Yeah. And he says he's a small business owner. Does that mean that he's a business owner and he's really small, Jace?
1: Yeah. Well, that,
2: I've often wondered that myself. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, that's a good question.
1: Yeah, um, and they've got exactly the same skill set. Same age. Same, same age. St- same skill
2: set. <coughs> mm. Now this is from Liam. So Liam's a bloke. Now we don't know. I mean, chances are Liam's straight, right? Yes. Because it feels... I, I feel
1: like you're going down. I feel like what you're what you're intimating here, Mike, is yeah. that you're hiring said woman or man on the likelihood of your sexual li- li- liaison with either or. Well, no, actually, uh, yes, I, I am. am. Yeah, I, am right, so, okay. I am saying that. But so, I, essentially, I
2: think- you're saying you're hiring you're hiring someone to be your lover. No, what I'm saying is because you're straight, then you should hire the male, and then there's less chance of you having not no chance of you having sex with the male, but less chance of you having sex with the male. So I'm saying because there is a, a sexual chemistry danger. If inherent, you're a straight and, male with, with and, a with a heterosexual woman, woman, that's right. Yes, if there's a risk there, then I would go the other direction because the last thing you need is that kind of complication at work, wouldn't you say?
1: Well, it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, question, isn't it? Because, for example, the, the woman could be gay. Oh, yeah. And so that's not going to be an issue either. No. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. be, but you can't say to the, to the woman when you're interviewing her, are you gay? Yeah. Um, because that's not an appropriate question to ask when yeah. you're in the workplace. Yeah, how
2: would you ask that question? Yeah. Are um, you in a
1: relationship at the yeah. moment?
2: Who's your next of kin? That's yes. sort of, you
1: know? Yeah, That sort of thing. Um, generally, they don't really. Oh, they have the, the next of kin at twenty five. It's always your parents, isn't it? Generally,
2: yeah. yeah so they yeah. probably wouldn't help you any. No. Um,
1: but I find it interesting. You that you, but I, I found it interesting <laughs> that you've gone down the tack of, you know, um, uh, hiring something and the potential for a sexual liaison, um, as opposed pe- to w-
2: what person is going to be doing the best job at, at my accountancy firm. But well, this is the thing, though. You're not going to know because they've got the same skill set. They're the same age he's not going to know until he hires him. So his what his issue here is, the only thing that is differing uh, that differs the, between these two contenders for this role is that they are male and female. Yes. That's it. Yeah. So, you know.
1: What so essentially what you're saying, because they've got the same skill set, um,
2: is your approach is to remove any kind of risk. Well, I think so. But then there's another risk with the male, because I would say if you hire the male and he's a 25-year-old, Roughly the same age you were when you had your first child, when you were at the height of your partying ways. Yes. Then you risk hiring somebody who is going to be turning up hungover, Yeah. turning up late, unable not to. Not turning up at all. Not turning up at all, um, you know, um, spewing in the toilet, all sorts of characters. Making a mess of all the accountancy numbers. And un- unable to perform the role for which they were hired.
1: Yes. Though you don't generally speaking, and th- and this is a massive uh, assumption here, that you don't you don't generally think of accountants as big party animals. They're
2: big party animals. Oh, are they? Mate. I know some uh, I know some accountants, and they oh, are and huge big, are they? Oh, okay. party animals. Um, so I tell you what, it's a toughie. Yeah, it is a toughie. Uh, because the trouble is, you hire someone if they're not the right person, you're stuck with them, man. The, you know the way they've got these. You know, these new workers' rights laid out. You can't fire people. It's gotta be three like 90 written, days, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, three written warnings, two yes. verbals, yeah. you know, you name it. And then if you do fire them, I mean how many times have you seen in the paper somebody getting paid out fifty grand because they told their boss to go and fuck themselves? Yes. And then they got fired without any more notice. Now, back in my day, you tell your boss to go and fuck himself. You're in a world of pain. You know you don't have to go to work. The You're next probably
1: day. paying them fifty grand. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah well, always- that's that's absolutely right. Of course, there's that ninety day period now mm. where you can't do anything. Yeah. So you could create absolute fucking havoc, and uh, nothing can be done about it. Quite frankly, that's right. Now uh, you can warn the ass off them, but yeah, look, I I would. I would go personally for the female, Right. purely because I prefer female company. Oh, you know what I mean, I, and yeah. I prefer the female energy. Yeah, um, the gentleness of a female. Sure, um, that's not to say that a twenty-five-year-old male can't be gentle and feminine oh, as well. Oh God,
2: but, you know, see so how we have to quanti- qualify yeah, everything yeah, exactly. Don't we? But we, I'd, I'd go right. woman. You might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a small business. If it's just me and it's going to be one other person. <laughs> I'd probably go woman too. Yeah. Because I think a male would be more inclined to lead me down the wrong path. But if I'm my age, yeah. Mm. 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 I don't know what to do, Jace. No, it's an interesting one. Um, but let us know what you're well, going to do, Well, I, I'll tell you what. Who did you like more in the interview? Yes. Oh, yeah, you could do that. You could do
1: that. Garth, who did, who did you like more? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, I well, you could that's, do that.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a last resort. Yeah. Because you've sat down with them in the room. You've got a feel for their energy. Um, you've talked to them, mate. Well, you haven't. So I'd, I'd go off personality and vibe. Great call, mate. Mm. Great call. I don't know why we didn't think of that initially. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's
1: weird. Hey, um, well, that's been fantastic. And I tell you what, uh, make sure you let us know uh, if you tuned into our broadcast with the mm. Black Clash tonight. Mm. It's something that we're... We're kind of dreading, but also looking forward to, and yeah. and, uh, and keep those those letters coming in, Mike, because we love responding. This is why we do the podcast to help people. Yeah, that's right. So make sure you keep that 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 stuff coming in, so that we've got something to talk about. Absolutely. The
2: next and, you know, and why not for for next week's podcast? Why don't we have a um, you know sort of a black clash theme? So if you've got yeah. any questions, and about, we can talk
1: about Richie in the helicopter. That's right.
2: Any questions about um, how we approach it? Um, you know, no doubt we're going to do something wrong tonight. Oh, there's no question about that. Yeah. there's going to be some back, backlash at the Black Clash. <laughs> and the
1: interesting thing is uh, you're, one of those, you're one of those characters that loves the backlash. Oh, I love a backlash. Uh, there, I do. There, there's more sensitive creatures that don't like the backlash. There are. Like I don't ever read... Right. What, what the people on the TVNZ Facebook page say, for example. Right. Not in a million years.
2: Yeah, well, I, what I've come to learn is that I don't actually really care what people think. Think, yeah. No, okay. which has been a good thing, because I, I used to. I used to worry about it. But it's, you know, you can't be everyone, everything to everyone. Can That's you, true. You know, That's if, true. If everybody liked you, you'd
1: probably hate yourself. You know, and, and Jeremy Wells once said to me, because I, I, I asked him about it, you know, and he said, Jace. You know, if if there is someone I know and I respect, mm-hmm. then yeah, certainly I'll listen to what they've yeah. got to say. But if I don't know them and they're just having a go, I am not in the.
2: Well, that's right. And if you don't like it, you know, <coughs> it's like this podcast. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. Exactly. But you know, obviously, we'd prefer that you did Absolutely. because we need it for our numbers. Yes. So don't don't stop listening. Hey, we've we'll cracked fifty, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're going really good Ooh. actually. And we actually, Jase, um, oh. we've cracked three hundred followers on Instagram. Oh, that's great, mate! Isn't that good? Yeah. Um, you know, it's not quite Kim Kardashian numbers yet.
1: Well, And also, you know, we, we haven't been able to combine all the numbers yet. Oh, I know that's true. Um, so, you know, it could be more than that, it mate. It could be more. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Hey, but thanks for taking the time to listening to us. We'll be uh, back again next week, of course. Yeah. From Mike and myself oh, yeah. in the hotel room of Quest Hotel Room in Christchurch. You take care out there.